Hi guys and welcome back to the Stoop Tea. So my name is Rosa Enid. And I'm your other co-host, Liz Santana. Welcome back, guys. I know it's been a little while. I know. Mm-hmm. We're yes. we're busy people, as as most of our listeners are too. I know everyone's um busy. This is the busy season. It's like the holidays are upon us. So I feel like this is the time where people are the busiest out of the whole year. Speaking of busy, work is increasing, which is hence why I haven't had a lot of time on my hands. But um, we had touched the topic um, regarding like um, raises and promotions and like better treatment at work. And I thought that it was a really good topic for us to talk about, you know, just to have a conversation, number one, for myself, because I need advice, of <laughs> course, and also because everybody else kind of like you know I feel like everybody goes through it and this is something that's like very rarely spoken about and if it or if it is it's very intimately spoken about it has like no um um real like how could I say this like no one you never you don't really see a video about it you don't really see like unless you're searching for it you don't really see people giving advice about it and stuff like that or sometimes you actually really need need advice I've heard this a lot of a lot of people not feeling like they're appreciated at work or not feeling like they're getting what they're worth. Um, I think we're hearing a lot more of it now because of how expensive things are now. So I think it's really caught up with people and people really want to start making more money. People want to have raises, you know, inflation at an all time high. And this is one of the reasons why people are thinking if things are so expensive and so high, why, why is my job not, giving me a raise. I've actually gone through this a few times in my life where I felt like I'm not being paid to my full potential or I'm not being appreciated as a worker or my work isn't being appreciated. And let me tell you, um, I know a lot of people that are going through this. It's like you said, like you mentioned, especially right now because of inflation, like people are really feeling it. People are really wondering like, why, why isn't my paycheck enough? Like a lot of people nowadays are living paycheck to paycheck. Although a lot of, you know, for those that have been living paycheck to paycheck, even before the pandemic, even before COVID-19 and inflation. Like it's worse it was, now for them, yeah. It's worse. Like mm-hmm. it's, for them, it's just like they barely could afford life. Mm-hmm. And then you have people that were like, okay, they were afloat and inflation hit, COVID hit, everything hit. Now they're the ones that are like, they're all demoted. Like they're the ones that are living paycheck to paycheck. You know what I'm saying? And so on and so forth. They're moves up the mountain. But like for the most part, um, I could tell you that I've experienced it myself and the anxiety and the nervousness that you feel is, is, is literally like overwhelming. Why people get anxious and why I've gotten anxious in the past. I can only tell you from experience, from my experiences. Right. But yeah. um, I feel like it's because people fear like, the rejection, the no, or we can't right now, or, oh, you want to get paid or I can find someone else that that'll, that'll take less pay than you and and get rid of you. You know what I mean? So I feel like the biggest people's number one fear is getting fired, either getting fired, getting turned away or rejected or, um, suffering retaliation afterwards. Yeah. I think that people are, have fears and anxieties, but it's all within themselves. It's, it's, it has a lot to do with like self-esteem or how you feel about yourself. I I think think it does. I know that the fear, fear of, yeah, getting fired, that's going to come up, but you also have to think of your self-worth and what your value is. You're more of like a freelancer, right? So you, Mm -hmm. 
you you you're like a self-employed kind of thing although you get employed by companies or like production companies or whatever yeah but you literally like you sign contracts you you pay they have to agree to your terms you have to agree to theirs right yeah so you're and i'm signed like, yeah whenever i do a show it's like this is the rate for the duration of the show whether it's uh, you decide two months you three months or a year exactly but, or do, have ta- have there been times where you negotiate those rates? Yeah. Or you have the open window to negotiate those rates? I do, yeah. Okay, so that's that's awesome though. Because you I mean, and I say why 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 do I say that's awesome? Because obviously when you're first when taking a job or being at a job interview is like taking a contract, right? Just for you is like taking a contract. Yeah. You you either accept what they offer or you negotiate the rate. Mm-hmm. The thing is that I feel like a lot of people, specifically like in office jobs, you know, and, 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 you know, like regular nine to fives, um, not that yours is in nine to five, but I'm just saying like, on no, a, like <laughs> more common ones, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, more, more traditional, uh, more traditional jobs, more, right, and offices more traditional and work environments. <laughs> People, when they go to interviews, number one, of course, you, you're not going to accept uh, an offer that you don't, that, that doesn't work for you. But I also feel like people limit themselves or kind of like dumb them, dumb themselves down or don't ask the maximum of what they're actually worth because they're in fear of not getting the position or they're in fear of like not. And that has to do with um, what you said, which is self-appreciation and, and that has to do with yeah. But then you have instances where you have people that have been in jobs for five, six, 10, 20 years. Well, well let's just say five, not even 20 years, right? Maybe like five, yeah. six years. And they, you know, they're getting all this work, of course, right? They work in, the, they, they, they've gotten used to this work environment. They, they have their flow. They, they, um, they, have taken on more work throughout the time throughout the years from what they originally initially came in with and you know yeah they get races here and there but it's not what they feel like they deserve yeah um I've had experiences where I personally like I'm that person right so I'm like oh you know it's been a couple it's it's been a few months or a few years I think it's time to ask for a raise because I feel like I deserve more Mm -hmm. and I've literally had instances or occasions where I've gone to my my superior or my boss and literally it's like they say every single time that you've been late ask for uh, like ask them to come in late or leave early or or you've gone through something and you've just needed to like I don't know be absent or whatever they kind of like save that in the back in their back pocket like for like when you ask for that raise to remind you well you know you've been late 16 times out of the year you know what I'm saying yeah well that's why you should like and and we can get into this uh more later but that's why you should also you know how you you said that your boss has that list of these are the reasons why I don't think you deserve the raise you need to have your own list of these are the reasons why I do deserve the raise and and list all the additional responsibilities or anything that's been added to your plate that wasn't part of the job description before. Right, right, right. Well, of course, like you said, we'll get into that later, but yeah. hold on. Hang on to that thought because <laughs> I have more. I have more. So I've been... <laughs> I gotta laugh. You gotta laugh because this is crazy. And it's just like, that's what... I've I've heard of people's stories, so I'll give you another story. Not my per, not, per, not my personal story, but I've heard like of stories of other people where they completely, um, you know, they've asked for raises and they go in comparing themselves to their counterpart. 
Like, for example, I feel like everybody, so in, in my office, for example, I, I'm an accountant, right? And I work for, I'm an accounts receivable. And I, my counterpart is, the, my counterpart is my partner, which is accounts payable, right? So usually mm-hmm. you'll have bigger, in most companies, you have bigger account accounting departments. But in my company, we have a small accounting department. It's just two to three of us. Some people have the, tra- the train of thought like, well, how do I, how can I list or who can I use to compare myself to, to list specifically what you were saying, like why I deserve a raise. A lot of mistakes people make are that they go in there, not, they go into um, their boss's office asking for a raise or a promotion, kind of like comparing themselves to the next person or to their counterpart. Yeah. And I feel like that's frowned upon. Like that's why it's looked down upon. It because depends. I think, uh, do you do the same job? Do you do the same exact So we do, thing? for the most part, the same job, right? But I feel like, so let me say, for example, okay, so there's two parts, right? There's me and there's my counterpart. Mm-hmm. Um, I receive the money, he pays out the money. Um, so is he like your, he's like technically above you? He's my opposite. Okay, so you do the same, I mean, you don't we do the same, the same job. Exa- we do the same job, except he pays money out and I receive the money. So he works on everything that has to do with paying bills, mm-hmm. um, paying expenses, paying this, paying so that's, that. that. That's different. It's not the same exact job. Well, it is. I call him my counterpart because we work hand in hand, literally for everything. Mm-hmm. I need him for a lot of my stuff. He needs me for his stuff. And we, so we work hand in hand and that's why I call him my counterpart. And, and in accounts, in accounting, it's, it's, it's like that, you know, you need accounts receivable and accounts payable needs work hand in hand. And they are always like, yeah, because he's my negative. I'm, I'm the positive to his negative, literally like no, no, no joke. (laughs) Anyway. Um, so he's a person that I could use to compare to. We both reconcile we both do all kinds of you know anyway we we don't we do a lot of accounting functions right so we do a lot of accounting functions very very similar except in the opposite directions now if i were to go to my boss or if i were to think about going to my boss and i'd like to compare or i want to use i want to list things like as to you know reasons why i feel like i should get a raise what I've seen a lot of people do, I've never done it myself. I actually don't think that that's the right way to go, but I'll get, get into that later. I've seen people say, like, sit there and be like, or I've heard stories, excuse me, of people saying, well, such and such came in later and such and such was hired after me and such and such does this less than I do. And I feel like I deserve more than that, that such, like such and such person because I do more work. Mm, I don't agree with that. That's like... That's playing the victim card and like the angry employee. So I don't, that's definitely the wrong way to go about it. That's not how you should ask. If I had a person coming at me saying all that thing of that's why they want to raise, I'm like, I don't even want to deal with you. Like, right. Right. (laughs) So like, so that's what I was trying to get at. So, right. As soon as I said that, you're like, oh, wait, hold on. Oh, why are you coming at me like that? You know what I mean? Or like, um, you should never highlight anyone's, um, it's flaws. not about anybody else. It's about you. You're the right, one that wants exactly. to raise. So I've actually seen people do this. This is very real. People do this all the time. And that's why I feel like a lot of the times it's frowned upon because 90% of the time, actually, I mean, 70% of the time, this is what is expected of your, of the employee, right? They're going to yeah. sit there and they're going to highlight someone else's 
um, cons instead of to highlight their pros or they'll use that person's con to highlight their pros. Mm -hmm. So I used to work for this realty office and, you know, the boss, the owner to some of the boss was um, an owner to some of the buildings or whatever. And I used to do the, I used to receive the rent checks and I used to post it to people's um, profiles and stuff. And, you know, I, I did my job. And after a few months, I felt like, well, she, after a few months, her and I were converse, com, um, conversing and she comes out, she's like, you know, if you ever feel like, you know, you deserve a raise or whatever, um, I'm here. You can always come talk to me, blah, blah, blah. So I didn't really catch on or it didn't really hit me what she was saying until I went home that day. Mm-hmm. And um, I was like, oh, crap, maybe she's saying it because she thinks I deserve a raise. <laughs> but then again, why would she say it? And why wouldn't she just give me a raise? Yeah. So I go back a day or two later and I mentioned, I'm like, oh, you know, um, such and such you had mentioned to me if I felt like I deserved a raise, you know, I should bring it to your attention. And I just wanted to highlight that it's been a few months and, you know, I've learned this, I love, I learned that. And I've taken on a lot of other stuff that I felt like, um, you know, it, it merits a raise. Mm-hmm. And her response was, well, you just started six months ago and I don't think you deserve a raise. You've been late two times. Um, you've been absent you've been absent three and i know that i know that i gave you five um uh what was it that she said she's like i know that i gave you 10 sick days but that doesn't mean that you should be using them as often as you are and on top of that you know um i feel like you're not i don't i i really don't believe that you deserve that raise because i feel like you should be doing more (laughs) did you ask at the wrong time there's a thing about asking for a raise and knowing the right time to ask for it. Like there's a time right. and a place for it. And that situation, because she had already kind of um, initiated the conversation of, hey, you should ask whenever you want. I'm an open table. And it seemed like the person that responded to you saying, I don't think you deserve the raise. It's not the same person you were talking about. Before. Right. Exactly. But it was, it was, believe it or not, yeah. guys, it was. It was the same person, but then like when I went, when I came back two days later, she wasn't the same person. Well, now, did you ask for a certain amount or did you just ask? No, no, I oh, just, okay. I didn't, I didn't okay. specify. I was just like, oh, well, you know, you had mentioned this before. And I, that was my approach. Like you had mentioned this before. And I felt like I, you know, um, I deserve, cause you know, I've, I've taken on more than what, what was expected of me, blah, 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 blah. Is blah. that why you have like anxiety about asking for raises <laughs> and stuff now? <laughs> Did it scar well, you? <laughs> well, I, that, that of course, you know, that adds on to my anxiety, but also I get anxiety asking for a raise because I always worry, like, are they going to, because I'm asking for a raise, do they think it's okay? Or it, yeah, do they think it's like, it merits them throwing more work at me? Because if that's the case, then I, sh- I should, you know, like, okay, so let me rewind. Cause uh, my, my, my husband. I know, what, I know what you're trying to say. You're trying to say, you like, if I ask for this raise, is that going to detail that I have um, additional workload? Right, like I'm inviting more workload to come in. Right, exactly. But, but that's part of like, a negotiation once you do the talk about getting a raise that's when that should come up and you right. start negotiating about okay what are would there be any additional wait 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 but i want you to save that for when we get <laughs> okay because we'll all you all the stuff you're coming at me with is all the stuff that i want you to say but i just i want you to save it for the end because i need you to like do yeah. um so the thing is if i'm asking for a raise right 
and I don't feel like a lot of people look at it this way, but it should be looked at this way. If I'm asking you for a raise, it's not because I'm asking for you to throw more work at me. Because obviously, it's a lot that I'm handling right now, right? And that, which is why I feel like I need a raise. I deserve. <laughs> If I'm asking for a raise, the raise is for the work that I already do, right? So if you give me more stuff, I need more money. Right? Like, that doesn't mean throw more stuff at me. No. Or you need to hire more people. That just means I need you to pay me for what I'm already doing (laughs) at a good rate. Not throw more stuff simply because you gave me a dollar increase an hour. Yeah. I can't. I do. I do know that there's a lot of fear and anxiety that can go into asking for a raise. Like, um, I remember, I remember the one time where I realized that I wasn't getting paid what I was worth. Um, it was a few years ago and I, I had started coordinating. I think my issue was that I wasn't educated on what the salary ranges were for that position that I was doing. Okay. So because of that, I was new into coordinating. Like I had just come off um, being a production assistant and was new into coordinating. So I didn't really know what the salary ranges were. Like I had heard stuff, but people don't really blatantly say, this is how much I make. I think now in my industry, it's more common for people to talk to each other about how much they make. Um, But back then it wasn't. So I, I was in this position where me and this girl had the same exact job. Um, and I felt like I was doing more, a little bit more like, cause I'm an overachiever and I'm crazy. Um, you know, I would stay later. I would come earlier. I would, um, you know, I'm working. So (laughs) I go above and I do go above and beyond. And there was, um, a point where something was going on, uh, with time cards and stuff. So I took on that task like, oh, I'll, I'll help because I always want to make sure everyone gets paid and stuff. And somehow that's when I saw everybody's salaries. And I saw that that person, the same job that I did, she was making more than me. And um, but like a lot more, what is a significant amount more or like, was well, it? Yeah, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a big chunk of more. Um, and when I had negotiated my rate for that job, I was told like, this is all I have. This is all I can give you. So I was like, okay, like I'll take it because I wasn't, I didn't have that knowledge of what the job actually paid, especially because I was working in a different city as well. Right. So, right. um, so I was, I was really upset for like, I was upset for like a whole day. And I talked to right. my friends that I worked with, um, and you know, and I was even mad at the girl <laughs> for like a day. I was like, yeah, not yeah, you nice to that like, girl. Like, you uh, can, like resentment. And it's not even her fault because she probably's like, doesn't even know. That's what she right. always made doing that position, right. you know, and I was new, new at it. So um, what I did was my boss, I always had to sit with my boss so that she can approve the actual um uh, times and what she's actually paying people. So I made sure that I put mine and that girl's time cards right next to each other. other. So like, nice. So yeah, I will never forget. Like when she was, um, it was busy and we we were doing, it was in the middle of the show, but we have a certain deadline. So she had to do it then and there. 
Um, right. And that's when the converse when she saw mine and her time card together, it's like click, like light bulb, like, oh shit. Like this, it, she was like, oh, that's, that's all I'm paying you. And I'm in, I'm like, that's what um, you told yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Um, and from there I learned like, so, so then she fixed it, you know, she, she made it fair. Um, like, Did she at least retroactively compensate you? Or yeah. Not? Yeah. Like, it, she made it fair. She, she made it, she worked out a deal where it was fair. Um, and I got what I, what I was, should have gotten for the, for the show. So, um, but I will say that was a very lucky thing. And the fact that I actually went to talk to her about it, because when she said that, I was like, well, yeah, I've been wanting to talk to you about that. Well, I don't (laughs) feel like, I don't feel like Um, you talked to her about it. I felt like, well, you know what happened? I found out later my friend, which is kind of embarrassing. My close friend. Uh-huh. Um, worked directly with her and my friend told her I was upset about that. So oh. she already knew that I was okay. coming into it. Well, that was wrong of your friend. That, that was, was, I told, I was a little ashamed, but she said, no, it's not fair. Like, you know, my friends are, you know, that. Well, I mean, thank you, friends. Thank you. Right? Yeah. Because <laughs> but also I could have. place. <laughs> it did. It did. We got to give her credit because yeah. we do. But I gotta give her credit, but also it's like it wasn't her battle; it was my right. battle. Right, friend. To, to Don't you can't face. fight your friend's battles, friend. Exactly. <laughs> um, but but thankfully, you know, she was looking out for me, good, so I can't. Good, good you know. But yeah, so I think the the problem there was I didn't have that knowledge. I didn't know what the actual ranges were. So right. I think it's very important for people to do their research and actually see like what. Prepare. Prepare, do your research, see what that position actually makes and what the, and and not just like everywhere in the world, but for the specific state and city that you're in, because prices and ranges and salaries are different depending on your city and state. And be realistic also, like be, don't, don't only just prepare and educate yourself, but be realistic. Like if you're going in, going in there with median experience, expect median salary. You know what I'm saying? With beginning beginning experience expect beginning expect beginning salary like and if you go in there with a lot of experience then you can then then you have some 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 room to play but don't go in there expecting the highest when in all reality you don't have all that experience like you 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 also have to understand that employers are gonna what you bring to the table is what employers already are prepared to offer and sometimes most of the time we already know employers are always willing to offer less than what they can actually pay. Why? Because they want to see if they can get a bargain. It's just, it's, it's, it's business. They have, they have a budget they have to uphold too. Right, so right. they have to try to stay within that. So it's up to you to do your research and your knowledge and know what you're worth. Um, right. Because, you know, you have, you kind of have to, unfortunately, no matter how great of a boss you have, you have to know that information so that you're not um, taken advantage right. of, or you don't, or you feel like you're getting what you deserve, you know? Right, right. Um, and again, and it's true what you said, like when I transitioned from coordinator to production manager, I already knew the the price ranges um, of what the PMs made. And I already knew, like, I was new in PM. So I literally worked my way up to the salary I have now, right. because right. you're not going to just be a fresh PM right. and ask for what a senior PM makes. And and I know some people do and they try to do that, but I felt at the time I'm like I don't have full PM experience. Like right. like I was nervous about would I be able to deliver? Would I be able to do a good job? So, 
in those instances, that's why I took, you know, the lower, you know, the starting position rate. That's right. The starting my way up. It's okay. You're a beginner. Like if, yeah. if ranges go between like 80,000 and 100,000 and you're a beginner, don't expect to get a hundred thousand off the bat being mm-hmm. a beginner at what you do. Yeah. You, you just can't. That's not yeah, safe. You have to work no. your way up. And right. I've had, right. and it's really important for you guys to know, be knowledgeable and don't try to like shoot your shot and over ask because Price, I've even, right. I've even had people when I'm, when I'm hiring people um, that for a coordinator position want my salary and tell me like, oh, this is my rate. And in my head, I'm like, you obviously don't work in the industry because that's not right. what we pay for that position. Like right. there's no way. So, well, and, those are and, and, and that's a red flag to me. I'm like, that's a red flag to me. Cause I'm like, obviously you're like a beginner or something and you don't, you think right. that's, you, that's what I could pay you. Much money. Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's just, it's just all about having that knowledge, having that education and learning and, and really knowing what you're getting into and what, right. what's right. fair. And there's jobs where I've lowered my rate or have a, like, they'll tell me like, oh, that's your rate. That's really high. This is literally all I have. And that's when you start asking questions. Well, what are my responsibilities and what do I have to do? Cause then right. from there right. I'll negotiate like, okay, if I don't have to be um, tra- if I'm away from home traveling, I want my higher rate. If right. I'm not, then we can negotiate and there could be wiggle room because I'm not doing as much, you know, or like what exactly are the responsibilities? And you have to make that very clear at the beginning right. because right. once um, more stuff gets added on. Or once you get, once you accept what they're offering, that's, that's it. it. Yeah. Ms. And you're right. not going to ask for more money if you're doing the same exact thing that you were hired to do. Right, know? right. But right. if more responsibility is added on to you and you and they keep asking you for more to go above and beyond even more, then that's when you really have to consider, you know, asking for that raise. If it's been some time, you've learned your stuff, you've you've got you became an expert at what you do, and you're you know, you have a lot of stuff um that you didn't have when you in when you you initially <clears throat> initially began. Let's say that you did extra certificates or you you finished a class or you finished a training while right. you were in that job. That's something that you can add to that list of this is why I should get paid more, you know? Right, right. And last but not least, my favorite that Rosa said and did was strategically planning when you're going to make time. That when is that that you're going to have that conversation? <laughs> Even if it means you got to put that person's time card together with yours. <laughs> you wait for the I person. Mean, I mean, don't, don't you don't have to do all that. But I honestly like, and, <laughs> and I'm surprised because I had a lot of anxiety going into that. You meeting. see? As, as upset as I was, it's, it's nerve wracking to go to yeah. your boss and ask, be like, I want more money. Like I deserve right. more money. So I get, I get what that feels like. I didn't feel like I wasn't appreciated. I just felt like I'm a fool because I should have known better. That's right. how I felt. Because there's a right. lot of people that are that love playing the victim card. They right. love right. feeling like right. the world is against them and exactly. everything's against them. And that's not, first of all, that's not the right mindset to go into it asking for a raise in the first place. Like you need to sit right. down, reflect on your life, reflect on yourself, reflect on 
what you've been doing at work and honestly be honest with yourself. Do you really deserve that raise? Do you really go right. above and beyond the other employees? Do you right, really, right. you know, are you really a valuable asset to the team or do you just want to work, get a paycheck and go home? When you do realize like, yes, I'm ready to ask for that raise. I deserve it. I honestly think because the type of person that I am and because I know that I can sometimes I'm, I'm better at it now, but I, I can get nervous or have anxiety over having a certain conversation when it comes. I don't like confrontation, first of all. So I think that when you ask for a raise, a lot of times you're thinking, oh, what if there's a confrontation going back and forth regarding that? Right, right, right. So I always think it's best to put everything in an email. Like if you're going to ask for the raise, put it in an email because first of all, you have time to compose it where you could write, you could write it or, and then go back and read it, yeah, proofread it, right. make sure that it sounds not angry, that you don't sound like an angry employee, make sure that it's really highlighting right. um you. The, highlighting you and highlighting what your additional responsibilities have been and why you feel you need the raise, you know. Um, if again, if you had any additional skills or certifications that you got while you've been employed, put those in that letter, put everything in there that's gonna you know, make you, and make sure you include that you're appreciative of the job, of course, don't just right. sound like an angry person, um, right. you know, and, and, and put it up. Like you would like to have a conversation to negotiate your rate, not love. I deserve not saying like, I deserve a raise, give me a raise, um, right. but write it all in the email. You can even have like your best friend, your, your spouse, your mom, somebody read it and tell you like, you know, give you feedback or notes on it. You know what? Don't tell your spouse, don't tell your mom to read it because usually 90% of the time they are going to be just as angry as you are. And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Send, really? Send. <laughs> I, I don't know. I think, I guess, I, if, like- I think if they're in the emotion with you, but I think I've got, I don't know, with my partner, like, I think him and I are, I think he's the only person I can actually have read something and he'll make it better and vice versa with him. He'll always, before he sends like a crucial email, he'll ask me to look at it. Um, Like the other day I had, sorry, off topic, but the other day we had someone that, you know, they've been at the company forever and they were going to leave the company. They got them a gift. She sent me a thank you letter. Right. And I wrote my email, but I couldn't express. Your gratitude. I was just business like the the way I wrote it was all business. And I was right. like, I don't know how to say. <laughs> how to so, make it a little personal. Exactly. I was trying to make it personable. And sometimes I can't when it comes to work stuff. Like I can't make it personable. I feel like it's all business, especially. Which is know. awesome. Yeah. Like, but, you know, so I had to, but my boy, my, yeah. What? I said, you know, that's awesome. Like the fact that your mind completely like blocks that personal level out. Yeah. I mean, awesome. And now it's a, it's a double-edged sword. Yeah. If you ask. But that's that's really good, though. I mean, because a lot of people, you know how many people mix business to pleasure all the freaking time? I don't just, like doing that. And I and I have friends. Yeah. And I have I, friends I who I work with. Thing, or like a bit really bad way to put it, but it's the truth. Don't shit where you eat. My mom always said that. Don't yeah. shit where you eat. Yeah. But, but my boyfriend's really good at that. So he's the opposite where when his emails, he tries to be more of the personal person. Or he's more personal, you're more business. Yeah. So we complimented each other when it comes to the email. Like he said exactly what I wanted to say. He's like, oh, you should put this instead. And it was exactly, yes, he knew how to express it in a way that it was friendly, but it was still business. So that's that's why I think, yeah, I guess it depends because 
make sure that your spouse or your mom's not going to be angry before. <laughs> no, my mom will be angry and so will my spouse. So I can't, I really can't ask them to, you know, yeah. I just well, send to it to me. me. Send it to me. Okay. I'll send it to you. <laughs> me, me and Tina will read it for you. No, but you have to know. Okay. That's the thing too. You have to really know how to separate that because you don't want to go into it angry. And I think that's why it's better to write it down. And also it helps with your employee because you're not putting them in the spot. Like you're not asking for a raise out of nowhere, when you send them that email, they have time to read it. They have time to decompress. They have time to, they could be mad when they read it. And then they have time to reflect on it before writing you back or giving you an answer, you know? And so I think the email is a lot better approach um, to, to that, to ask and raise. And they might take a few days to get back to you because they're really thinking about it or, you know, you have older people, you have older people, older bosses, or like, you know, more old fashioned people that prefer in person rather than email. Although I agree with you, I would write it in an email. But if you do have like some people, I have old fashioned bosses, you know, they rather person to person. And to be honest with you, like coming from my perspective, I would rather person to person, but I would also take your, I would take your advice. First, write an email, make sure that I'm, you know, I'm voicing. Yeah. And I think you should, even if you talk in person after, I think you should still write the email because you'll have no, no, yeah, writing. that's what I'm saying. That's no, what I'm saying. Yeah, but email, it'll. But for example, let's it. say they say no today. I'm sorry, I can't give you a raise. Whatever. Maybe you stay at the job. You know, you didn't find anything else. You stay at the job. A year later, you could be like, "Hey, I know back in." On March 2022, I had asked for a raise. I wanted to circle back on that because as of this year, I've been doing such, I've been doing additional stuff, ABC, et cetera. And you'll have a track record of when you've asked for a raise, you know, and even if you decide to move on to another company, they'll have that, they'll have that receipt of, you know, when you're writing your resignation letter, you can also say, you know, as stated on March 2022, I had asked for a raise. I understand that the company can't give me that, which is why I have taken the decision to move on and I'm putting my two weeks notice, et cetera. Right. You know? <laughs> so, no, 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 no. Right. I, I agree 100%. 100% wholeheartedly. Even if you write the email, I still think that you could approach them in person. Yeah. But at least um, have the email to kind of know where you stand and what you're going to say. Exactly. Right. And it's also helpful, like even when me and Rosa, I, I don't know, for me, even when we're doing, when we're talking, when we're doing episodes and like, we want to stay on topic or like, you know, because sometimes we can divert, we can divert to a lot of different things. Hey, we're talking with you guys. We're talking with each other. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's really easy to just get distracted and, and get off track, uh, get off track. Right. Just like we did a couple of times now, <laughs> but it's very helpful, right. When you have four bullet points that you want to keep. You want to, you know, they remind you of your, of where, what you're trying to mention, why you went that route. And it helps you come kind of like full circle, like we did today. So if you do write that letter and you're looking for a raise and you have no one to read it, you can always send it to us because I love reading. I love proofreading other people's emails stuff. So send it to us um, and we'll help you out. You know, you can send the email at askus at stooptea.com. That's A-S-K at S-T-O-O-P-T-E-A dot C-O-M. And you can also send us messages on Instagram, TikTok. um, And yeah. Yes. I felt like and we had another platform. And- <laughs> but I think 
I we have you know what? Don't even get me started. Rosa's the platform guru. I can't touch. She knows she's also the spelling guru because I definitely cannot. I mean, I, I can spell it if I have it on paper, but off the top of my head, hell, hell no. I, I'd have to write it out first. <laughs> but thank you guys always for listening. Thank you for being our biggest supporters. We really appreciate you. We have a good night. We hope we hope you have a good night or a good day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, or good morning, right? Um, and you know, like Rosa said, just reach out if you need some advice. We'd really appreciate um, you reaching out and just letting us know how we can help. Happy November 1st, everybody. Let's start looking forward to Thanksgiving. (laughs) Christmas decorations coming soon. (laughs) All right. Have a good day. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.